0: Difficult, 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 difficult. Women. Hello. Hello. So serious. Hello. Yes. Yes, we're bringing it down a notch. Dear God, no. Please. We gotta keep it positive. We're keeping it positive. I'm Marie.
1: I'm Katie. This is Difficult Women Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Are we everything you've ever imagined? I yes, I know. Are I we have. just
0: difficult women doing a difficult mm-hmm. podcast about difficult stuff. difficult stuff? style. Yeah, yeah just yeah. read stuff on the internet and <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> totally
1: love to read things on the internet and talk. Um, Hey, what's up? What's do? Well,
0: speaking of reading. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good start for something, maybe. Um, I've joined the library and <laughs> <laughs> you guys... I know that, I know the library has existed forever and Mm -hmm. we've all, (laughs) 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 but it is, it has been just such a joy. So I highly recommend everybody join your local library, go support them because I do not think they're doing very well, but, but it is what they do now with technology. You literally just log in and you can get, I mean, this is how libraries work, but any single book you want any book you may have to wait a couple weeks but you will get it and i personally love reading a book like i've mm-hmm. been reading for years now on my phone or i had a kindle but i love reading from an actual book and holding it and turning the pages and you know i would highlight it but it's a library book so you can't you highlight don't do that it. Mm-hmm. you can't take notes in the book Mm-mm. but I actually would like to read something from a book. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Let's have a small book reading here on the pod. pod. It's a little culture. Bring a little
1: culture to this show.
0: (laughs) No, but I read this. I've been reading this memoir from Glennon Doyle, who I've never heard of, but my friend who's in publishing was like, oh, duh. She's amazing. She also, uh, she's a New York Times bestselling author. She wrote Love Warrior, which I'm going to read next. But what I'm going to read to today mm-hmm. gather round uh is from untamed and it's her memoir i don't know this one either by the way so yeah. if anybody
1: out there is like oh i feel dumb i don't know who she is I'm, i don't know who she is
0: <laughs> but it's it, great i'm a, it's a little long so stay with me uh, but okay. this really <laughs> everybody just <laughs> <laughs> buckle up i don't know where this is no, going no i'm sorry i know okay, i know no, i know good. but no, I, no, I read good. this and i was like oh man this this would hit our listeners great so this woman she's an author I have spent the last decade of my life listening to women talk about what they most desire. This is what women tell me they want. I want a minute to take a breath. I want rest, peace, passion. I want good food and true, wild, intimate sex. I would have highlighted that one for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, for what purpose? <laughs> I want good food and, and good sex. That's all I. And <laughs> that's all I like. I like. Highlight. I highlight. highlight that manifest it. I want relationships with no lies. I want to be comfortable in my own skin. I want to be seen, to be loved. I want joy and safety for my children and for everyone else's children. She keeps going. I'm not going to read it all. But she wants. We want things. We want a lot of things. I want to feel alive is the last thing. The blueprints of heaven are etched in the deep desires of women. What women want is good. What women want is beautiful. And what women want is dangerous, but not to women, not to the common good. What women want is a threat to the injustice of the status quo. If we unlocked and unleashed ourselves, imbalanced relationships would be equalized. Children would be fed corrupt governments would topple wars would end civilizations would be transformed if women trusted and claimed their desires the world as we know it would crumble perhaps that is precisely what needs to happen so we can rebuild truer more beautiful lives relationships families and nations in their place maybe eve was never meant to be our warning maybe she was meant to be our model own your wanting eat the apple let it burn i love that isn't that cool that's really cool oh
1: what is it own your wanting eat the apple let it burn
0: yes i've already lost it in the okay book, well, but yeah <laughs> i'm
1: gonna say that's what it was <laughs> the only caveat i have to that because i i relate to that and i really i have right. a lot of female a, friends i think that mm-hmm. would also relate to that mm-hmm. and the only caveat i have to that is that um we have this consortium of white women in this country and not just yes. white women, but especially mm-hmm. white women that mm-hmm. have fully bought into the whole patriarchal system. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want those women to hear that too, you know.
0: Right. I don't think they yeah. listen to our podcast. Though. <laughs> I don't think they do. Either. <laughs> but that's actually a very good point. But I just read that. And, and I it really that. like I've always pushed against the status quo. That's why we have this podcast. That's why we have the band. But um I think that personally, I could do more. So I think that that's, I, I needed to read that. So I hope that inspires some of y'all to just push against it. That's you know, let it burn. Right. And let all you have to do burn. to push against it is to just say what
1: you want and do what yep. you want. That's it. Know that's your the crazy desire. Part. Yeah. And, and f- go yeah. for it.
0: Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah, yeah it's so yeah. simple. But just yet, be
1: yourself. <laughs> and, yeah. and you will be revolutionary.
0: That's what's crazy about our wow. setup right now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Love yeah. it.
0: Anyway, that Love was it. cool. Glennon Doyle. Love it. Love it. Libraries. Love it. (laughs) Perfect. Well, So how are you? Have you been reading? (laughs) Oh, no, I haven't had
1: time to read much, which is too bad. But you're a busy boss ass bitch. I'm a Mm -hmm. busy boss ass bitch. Boss girl. Boss woman. (laughs) Boss child. (laughs) I'm just a little boss baby. Over here. You're our boss, baby. <laughs> Just you know, totally, totally not insulting at all. Um I but you were talking about manifesting it. I there was one little quick story I wanted to share. Um I don't think this person will be listening, so I don't feel bad about it. Uh I went on a date this week. <laughs> Yay! And um saw the pictures. I was like, Okay, yeah, this is cool. Like we had a nice conversation. I was like, This'll be great, like whatever, no big deal. Um, I get to the to the the place we're meeting waiting uh, I was there a little bit early and I'm waiting and you know people are kind of coming by and I'm like is that him Is that him? no 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 it's not him that's not him I'm waiting waiting and then all of a sudden this guy in a mask uh, comes walking up to me and I'm like Who- what does this guy want he's walking right at me I'm like what <laughs> is he want why is he getting so close to me takes his mask off and I'm like I don't know what's happening and all of a sudden and he's not smiling or anything and all of a sudden I'm like oh this is my date <laughs> Oh, no. And he looks nothing like the pictures. Nothing like the pictures. And I was like, I just got catfished hard, like hard. And then you're like, what do I do? Do I go like, fuck you, you lied to me? Or do, or do I just hang out and try to be chill? So, of course, I just hung out and try to be chill. But the moral of the story here is that um, I was Googling something at the time while I was waiting. And uh, uh, I don't know how much I've talked about this in the pod, but I've become kind of interested in fish, which is a real <laughs> cool, real cool pastime. <laughs> I'm like a real cool, real cool lady. Love yeah, fish me with now. libraries,
0: you with fish. I'm I mean, into, this I'm is the fish. hippest podcast in <laughs> 2021. Absolutely. Hello, um, Webby Awards.
1: <laughs> absolutely. And while I was Googling, uh, I just happened to be Googling at that time, this kind of small fish called a panda cori, which is a... Catfish. So be careful how you manifest, my lady friends, because oh I God. fully brought this catfish into my life by accident. I'm gonna start. <gasps> I'm gonna start manifesting, like googling money fisher. Is that a thing? Stop <laughs> Money fish. <laughs> <laughs> handsome, handsome, fish. Is
0: that a thing? Wow, wow, wow. Look, well, look at us
1: moving and shaking, making things happen. Look over here at the at the pot, huh? <laughs> you 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 doing books, and I'm manifesting fish. Yeah. Yeah, keep listening, listeners. We'll really, we'll get you. (sighs) We're on top of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. We'll change Mm -hmm. your lives. (coughs) Well, let's just get, maybe today, This maybe now after we've (laughs) rambled on about God knows what, uh, (laughs) after we've done some book readings and talked about
0: (laughs) manifesting, um, let's get into our topic. Yes, I am, uh, I don't know, I have lots of feelings about this topic, but I think it's very, very important to talk about it. For sure. Um, And that is missing white girl syndrome i'm just gonna say say it missing white girl syndrome it was uh, the term missing white girl syndrome was coined by gwen Eiffel, who has since passed but uh it's been in the media a lot lately because of the case of gabby petito yeah,
1: so I don't know if like I mean I I, you, I feel like you'd have to be living under a rock not to have heard about this case, but just for in case you had not been following the news, there was a young woman I got very obsessed with it too because the media was pushing it hard, but um there was a young woman who went missing. She was on a road trip with her boyfriend slash fiance Brian Laundrie and they were driving from New York out to toward the West and they were gonna go on this long road trip and they've been out and she had been calling her mom every couple days and checking in and all that she was posting like vlogging type stuff on her YouTube channel and her you know her Instagram was posting posts and stuff and then um, her mom just like stopped hearing from her and she got a couple more like last texts that seemed weird And then uh, didn't hear from her, didn't hear from her, didn't hear from her. Finally, on September 11th, she finally called the police and said, I have a missing persons. Uh, Well, it turns out that Brian Laundrie had returned home without her in her van on the 1st of September. So he had been home with his parents for 11 or 10 or 11 days, didn't mention anything didn't say anything to anybody about it and she was just off. We didn't know where she was. Uh, He refused to talk to the police. He didn't cooperate at all. His parents didn't cooperate at all, which because they had no like actual evidence against him, they couldn't do much about. Um, And then the police reached out, I think, or they were waiting to hear more. They're looking around for evidence so they could do something about this guy. And the next thing you know, the parents call the police of Brian Laundry saying he's disappeared and they were like what do you mean he's disappeared they were like we can't find him like well, what what do you know he, he that was on a Friday he had left the house they let him leave on a Tuesday the parents let him leave and he said I'm gonna go off into the swamp or whatever and they allowed him to do that and knowing that he could full fully be the murder, you know, he's like a suspect in this murder or this whatever. Then they find her body, Gabby Petito's body. And uh, it's on this campsite where they had been staying or near where they had been staying or he'd been staying. And uh, they, they definitely they could definitely identified it as her body. And it's definitely the cause of death was homicide. So now this guy's out on the run. They don't know where he is. It's like full whatever. But they were able to find her body so quickly because all these people on TikTok got invested and the word got out more and more and more. Also, the the media kept pushing the story, kept pushing the story. So people were seeing these people's faces and stuff on the news. And this one woman recognized Brian Laundrie as someone that she and her boyfriend had picked up on a on a uh, like hitchhiking Yep. And that he was acting weird and she told him where they left him off and all that stuff. And then this other woman, uh, she when her friend or partner, they were also van camping and they found um, his van. Just like they were like there was this van that was like parked. It was kind of deserted for a long time and it was right in this location. So they were able to go to that location and then find her body through there. So. Anyway, that's the. There's. It's still ongoing as of right now. I don't know when this podcast comes out if they'll have found him or not. But um, it was kind of a whirlwind once once the news started, and people really jumped in to try to help solve it. Do they know and the they, cause of death yet? Homicide. That they, they didn't. Exp- they might know more. I think that like the coroner gave an initial, like a like it like a coroner's investigation light <laughs> like it was definitely mm-hmm. her and it was homicide but i think mm-hmm. that they needed more time to find like what what exactly happened cuz i kept mm-hmm. thinking like maybe he pushed her off a cliff or something but no i think that he murdered her and then was trying to like bury her so anyway that was like very upsetting and this she's this young beautiful woman by the way there was a moment in uh August, uh, like two, tw- 24th, I mean, this is how much I've like read or how much information has been coming through the news that I know these many, de- this many details about it, but it was like August 24th or August 12th or something. There was in uh, in Utah, there was a call, uh, like a 911 call saying this man is slapping this woman like mm. we need to have the police come. So the police came and then Gabby Tito's very, very upset. It's them. Brian is weirdly calm. And Mm -hmm. she's like, he's, you know, she's like, well, I I hit him. I hit him. And they were like, if you watch the whole police report, the police, like the body cam footage, it kind of makes it look like she hit him and he was innocent. And there's all these now there's I mean, we can talk about this, too. But like, there's all these like analyzing people Mm -hmm. that come through are saying like, this is this is like standard domestic abuse where the man is manipulating the woman so much that she starts to feel like she has to protect him. She feels like she has to take the blame for everything because he's been blaming
0: her for years for these things. And he was able to manipulate the police into believing that she was the actual perpetrator. Right. And she helped th- in, in that, too, because she took all totally. on. She di- She right. was
1: trying to make sure he didn't get un- in trouble for anything. Right. And then on top of it, the parents, what the parents roles have been in this, his parents, where they've been protecting this like uh, abuser for years. She's been living in that house with them. They know what's going on. Mm -hmm. you know and they've been protecting their son they're protecting their son from the police (laughs) you know what i mean they're Mm -hmm. not they know they know Mm -hmm. but they're they're like these guys get away with shit like they literally get away with murder because um people always want to protect these white boys right so anyway that's that story um Mm -hmm. and i think what's in terms of our topic today, like what's interesting about it is how much I know about this. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, am I a person that is always looking up missing persons cases? No. Right. You no. Know? But right. it was so pushed on the media and it was and it was intriguing And the way it kind of played out was intriguing, kind of like a it felt a little bit like an entertainment, you know, murder podcast or something where you're like, what's mm-hmm. going to happen next? You know, mm-hmm. um, but it was because again, it was because of that media f- coverage that, they were able to find her body when they did. and the, Right.
0: Because the, the police weren't even doing that great of a job. They let him escape. Right. You know. Well, I was going to ask. Yeah. What is wrong with the media covering her disappearance? There's nothing wrong with it. I guess the problem is, is that at any given time, there are 90,000 active missing persons cases in the United States. And they haven't been given a fraction of the media attention that Gabby had, had was given.
1: Right. And to be honest, what's happening now because the media will like glom onto something and then just try to push any little Mm -hmm. thing about it. It's now it's becoming a spectacle, which I do kind of feel bad about. Like, I don't know what her parents think about it since the media really helped get the word out and, and they're grateful for that. Um, as they should be And that's what the media is for Right Like to help get news mm-hmm. out So we can help people And that's what it's supposed to be for um, But now it's becoming Like a spectacle dog The bounty hunter is now involved Jesus <laughs> in this case.
0: I mean but This it's is what like, Missing white girl syndrome is Right So It's like Yeah The symptoms of whi- a Missing white girl syndrome I'm just gonna say I got all of my references From this incredible YouTuber Robert Tolpe He's on YouTube And he actually lists All the research that he gathered And then I I Watched his YouTube video like a difficult woman would. <laughs> and I was just really blown away by the statistics that he was talking about. But first off, like according to research, symptoms of missing white girl syndrome are round the clock coverage of a young white upper middle class damsel in distress. Mm hmm. The next one is endless discussion on talk shows disu- discussing possible suspects. So like we've been talking about her boyfriend endlessly. Mm-hmm. People magazine ran an article about him saying like I guess I quoted one of his friends saying like he's a normal guy. I never noticed the darkness in him. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to more of that later of like how uh, black black men black um, uh, suspects are perceived in media. I'll get to that. But, oh yes. Um. Another symptom is just like the constant posting, the memorial posting that people have done on social media to empathize with the victim and her family. Um, I think with her case, like the media just grabbed onto it and made it the focus and still are making it the focus and changing mm-hmm. the narrative. And I mean, if anything, I have seen that like, you know, why why aren't we talking about all the other people of color who have been missing in that same area? So Mm -hmm. at least that's now being covered. But I personally think the media has gleamed on to this story because she is this beautiful white. Of course. Of course. It's like so obvious. It's not even like a question.
1: And the question that I've been sort of grappling with is like. Is it also, so clearly the media has some control over like what they're putting out into the world, right? And so then people see what's on right. the media and then they get invested. But the other thing about it is it's like, as a society, are we, and the answer it's the is yes, are we less invested in the disappearance right. of a black man than we are a disappearance of this like white woman damsel Mm -hmm. in distress Mm -hmm. and that's a problem societally where we have and this and that's this has been proven over and over again Mm -hmm. in lots of different care karens are a good example of this too though now they're finally getting called out but like these these there's a sense in our society that there's more value on Mm -hmm. the the lives Mm -hmm. and you know and we should be putting our interest toward these and it's a and it's a it's a patriarchal thing too because You know this idea that oh this poor Hope helpless woman Was like you know murdered by this man Or whatever which is true Right (laughs) but also that's just part of the Narrative too of like you know Women and
0: well it's part of the Narrative that has been shoved down our Throats even like I mean Fuck like since (laughs) I don't Know especially around the Civil War, but like black people are criminals and white people are victims. That is still perceived in television today. That is still in in books. That's like, I mean, especially in media. The way that, so, I, so this guy on YouTube, I was just blown away by his statistics, but like between 2000 and 2005, 76% of abducted, abducted children reported on CNN were white. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that cases involving white children represented fifty three percent of the abductions mm-hmm. at the time, missing black children accounted for only seven percent mm-hmm. in the media. But nationally, thirty five percent were reported in the in uh, in abductions in missing persons. So yeah. th- those statistics are insane. Yeah, but that's the media. But then right. it's not just the media. It's the consumer. It's the consumption of it. It's what what sells and it's what right, the totally. public wants.
1: And it's also what um, to even tap further beyond the media to tap back to what you're we saying about then Brian Laundry specifically. It's just just again using this as an example of how this plays out like you were saying you know black men are considered criminals but white men it's like they make so many excuses for him they did such a bad job monitoring him and I read this article by another police officer saying like they they had nobody what they would normally do in this case where of course they can't go in and just arrest him because they didn't have the grounds to do that yet now they do but they mm-hmm. um, didn't at the time but that he's so clearly a suspect Right. They, he, they had made him a person that they had to keep an eye on and nobody was there monitoring the house and th- the police officer was saying that like well, what you would normally do right. is you'd have a police officer outside legally just monitoring the house knowing what time he was leaving where he was going you know just knowing what was going on because like he was clearly somebody that was at high risk for being going on the run and the the fact that they did not do that to me indicates that they they wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt <laughs> you know innocent they proven this- guilty Right. So they were like, well, we won't bother. We feel bad. We don't want to bother this guy, even though he's the one that, mer- you know, and similarly, the police. And I actually think that I, I read another thing that was to, sort of looking at did, how did the police do in the 911 stop where she mm. was hysterical and upset and he was calm. And the police then instead of like intervening and being like, this is like shady. They were really buddy buddy with Brian Laundrie because he was so calm and mm-hmm. then they separated them for the night, but then they just kind of let them on their way. If it had been a... Dip- he a was allowed ex- to go to
0: a hotel and she was left in the a van.
1: By, yeah. And it, by the way, she didn't ever really drive the van. So it kind of put her in an in a even more vulnerable position. So they, they made right. mistakes along the way. But what they were... With, whether the police knew it or not, they had their bu- unconscious bias or conscious bias toward mm-hmm. this guy. Toward this yeah. white guy. And they... Mm-hmm. To protect him. And right. like... You know, so it plays out in it's not it's like plays out on so many different levels.
0: This This is also I watched, you know, I listened to the audio of that and I hate that I sense like I bought into it as well. Like I was But here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with buying into it in the sense that like
1: it was the thing that made hers. They found her body because we were all invested. There's nothing wrong with being invested in a person's missing or no. whatever. It's just yeah. that we should be feeling this way about everybody. That's everybody, missing. yeah, not just no, the I one wo- woman. Because there's nothing. That's one thing I think people have gotten a little upset about too. It's like we're not saying that there's nothing wrong about caring about these kinds of white girls going missing. Like she still is a. She's a victim. She is a victim of like domestic abuse and of of a murder. And like we should. And it's fine. It's good to care. It's human to care. But it's It's also that like we need to care about everybody you know Mm -hmm. we need to care about everybody equally yeah but sorry you were gonna say
0: well I just I listened to the audio of the uh, police talking to her and the boyfriend and this is what exactly we mean by defund the police reallocate the funds because what they were doing was like addressing a domestic violence like a, a mental health issue that's what it was and that's what they determined in the end that it was but a mental health But it wasn't health. it wasn't even mental health it was full blown domestic abuse. So wasn't in the
1: end they why they determined. Yeah. Right. Right, so you're saying that because they said mental health, they should have had somebody come in. The other thing but is, this is like, what
0: we're asking our police to do, though. And yeah, that's not and their fault, and they,
1: and they can't. And he doesn't train. I mean, I watch when I first watched that body cam video. I also my first thought, because I'm a layman, right? I don't know all mm-hmm. the ins and outs of domestic abuse and that kind of thing. So I was watching it. And I was like, oh, maybe she, maybe she killed herself. Like maybe something. You know, maybe she really was like unhinged and like not well, and like maybe there's more to that part of the story. And then people that actually are professional. You know, counseling people that are work with domestic abuse all the time. We're like, this was a classic, a classic example of how of the dynamic mm. between the couples in a domestic so, abuse. And uh, uh, so her being that upset and him being that calm, classic. So her, an expert,
0: you're saying, if an expert had exactly. gone in there, it would have been clear. Exactly. Oh, so you're
1: so I'm so what, but that's exactly what mm. you're saying, which mm-hmm. is that like this is a, a police officer I, is not right. trained to to be able to spot that kind of stuff i i mean i'm not a police officer but i i mean i i i was like oh maybe you know i don't want to just jump to conclusions either and just assume he murdered her you know because i was like oh we're trying to be fair and even but as we turns out all our biases are kicking in Mm -hmm. and you know and like you said you need to have people that if there's a relationship issue like that maybe they need to bring him into the station and have the relationship expert talk to them and say no he's like he's he this is dangerous I don't mm-hmm. trust them out there alone you know what I mean whatever it is mm-hmm. so yeah you're right
0: Ugh. it's just it's yeah. like the
1: system let her down the system is letting down all these other people that are missing the system doesn't has not been working And the in the end it wasn't the system that found her it wasn't the system that helped her yeah, it, like was the public, yeah. it was TikTok it
0: was TikTok which like but is that where yeah. we're headed to these, I mean, these but it, like if it's if it good,
1: if it does good things, and it's good. I mean, I think that, that the other thing that was kind of nuts about the TikTok stuff was that people were also coming up with crazy theories that were not not necessarily true. You know what I mean? So some of it was helpful. Some of it was a little <laughs> out there. So we have to be careful, too, about. But I mean, the people that were actually actually had seen them, that was very useful information. And they wouldn't have come out if they hadn't had the coverage. So mm-hmm. that's so just to. Then use a couple examples of people that have not been getting enough coverage. Um, Jelani Day was a story that was like, because I was like, oh, is it because, did we get into this story with um, Gabby Petito? Because it was also so strange that the guy had come back
0: 10 days before. Or if she was in
1: four. Yeah, or because she's her. an
0: Instagram influencer, too. Yeah, like, but also like that?
1: The, the story seemed very Mysterious you know like why would he come back And not talk to the police and you know Is that why we go it's like no because the truth Is all of these stories are so mysterious And a good example is Of Jelani Day who uh, Went missing I don't even know what day it was See but I don't even know as much about him which is so Fucked up because it just hasn't See, been See the geologist? The no he oh. Was in uh, grad school In communication sciences And disorders Department at Illinois State University and he was studying speech pathology um, and he was last seen on video footage at a retail store on August 24th and then his, you know his parents didn't hear from him for days and they were like our son is missing our son is missing and the police did nothing they did nothing to find him nothing And they kept pushing and they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll put in a report or whatever. And they just weren't trying. So the parents were going around trying to do everything they could to try to find him. They were just like out there looking. They were asking. They were doing their own personal investigation because the the police weren't doing anything. They probably never would have found. And and here's where it's, it's mysterious. He went missing on the 24th. Two days later, his Chrysler was found abandoned in the woods about 60 miles north of Bloomington and his the clothes that he was wearing on the day he was last seen were found inside his car Mm. so if that's not an interesting like if you're into like true crime if that's not an interesting detail that would get you hooked into this story then I don't know what is but it wasn't being it wasn't in the news it wasn't Mm. being you know if you want a news story just to make money this is a great one why not this one you know so it wasn't only uh it was only because like the and i guess the police were doing stuff but like not really you know um the only reason why his body was finally found it was finally determined they they identified his body and it was identified as a body that had already been found earlier in the month on like mm. september 4th floating in a river and so it, there'd been they had found a body and then nobody thought, hey, is this Jelani Day? Like, did nobody did anything about it? So it wasn't mm-hmm. until like weeks later, someone was like, oh, wait, maybe that's the guy. Like, what is happening? Mm. Why, why is that? Why did it take so long? And here's another reason why it matters. The timelines of these things. If you do follow true crime, you know that the faster you find the body, mm-hmm. the more evidence you can collect f- about what happened. Mm hmm. So if a body's decomposing for a really long time, it makes it harder to know what was the cause of death, what mm. was, you know, mm-hmm. who who maybe if it was a homicide, then who was involved. Um, but if a body's floating in the water for a long time, or even just sitting, and I don't know, if they just don't know, whatever, I'll, you know, all the above. Mm-hmm. So like, it's it's a it's a a huge just i don't even know what the word it's not it's more than a disservice it's more than a a shame it's a it's it's just like so deeply saddening that like we would not be as interested in a story like that right
0: well again i think it's the narrative that the media they know what sells magazines and gets the ratings up and so i thought this was interesting like the language they used around gabby for example They would, whenever they reported about her, she was vibrant. She had a wonderful smile. The Washington Post uh, said that she was, actually said, blue-eyed, blonde, adventure seeker. Although that has nothing to do with the case. That's how they painted her. And when it comes to, uh, for example, black women perceived in the media, um, when was the last time you ever heard somebody describe a woman's like dark hair and brown eyes? Right. it just doesn't happen right, right and even with gabby i guess they were i guess hashtag america's daughter was trending mm. also and that is because america looks like this or they, they and so they that is the ideal quote that's unquote, the idea. ideal. yeah American. of course yeah. you're right because it's not um, what America looks
1: like. Honestly, no. there's not.
0: It, 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 that, no, but that's, that's what, what this America. is. Yeah. It's Disney princesses. Yeah, it's like yeah. that bullshit of this like blonde hair, blue eyed, perfect, you know, damsel in distress. And that's what the media uh, loves to. That's what sells. Like apparently, I mean, it worked for all of us, and it solved the case, or kind of. Cause he's yeah. still looking for the well, boy. Well, I mean, and and again, and I just want to clarify. It doesn't mean that, that there's anything wrong with being.
1: You know, from my perspective, there's nothing wrong with being blonde and blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine to be that. Um, and I would hope someone would be worried if I died. But the truth is, they would be more worried about me in my disappearance than right. they would.
0: But it's just so interesting about the The language used around it I think that That's like so for another example Of like um so Hashtag America's daughter that was trending When she was missing um A lot of the language used around her disappearance was unfathomable, unimaginable. Mm -hmm. A person Mm -hmm. from this like social class was Mm -hmm. missing. Like, oh, my Mm -hmm. goodness. But then when the news media talks about like lower class missing women, it's tragic. It's unfortunate. It's Mm -hmm. not unfathomable hmm uh it's not unimaginable mm-hmm. because in some some ways like the way that they paint it it's like some people have said that it's inevitable like if a person is growing right. up in like right. inner cities which is so that's so heartbreaking yeah that's but that's like so clear that's a racial bias that is is continuing through our media and that's why we have to like that's why hashtag black lives matter that's why we take to the streets that's why like this whole system needs to be burnt to the ground because it is systemic it is the, it goes right. to this it goes like i cannot imagine like I, I mean these these parents that whose children are missing like you just said that can't get a single airtime for their child but then right. gabby like she's a you know what an it was blue so eyed, easy blonde it was so easy or, it was yeah. so easy just
1: get on the news yeah i, I mean i i agree another uh, group of people that I think we should just be aware of that are that have very high missing rates mm-hmm. are the indigenous people in uh, the indigenous women specifically and
0: children like a lot of children, children. I didn't mm-hmm. know in that and, right in that
1: area right yeah and and in like you know uh, just even in South Dakota there's 14 oh. young indigenous girls went missing in South Dakota in May. That's it.
0: Fourteen in and May, nobody. and we've not talked about and this young at all. women.
1: You know no. what I mean, young women, and you know I don't know what is going on there because I there hasn't been any, co- any coverage on it. So there's not. I don't know what's going on there. But we have. Why are we not talking about that? Children, t- t- fourteen year olds, people's children, and then and there's right. and I mean mm-hmm. I I I just don't I don't this this sort of passivity too by us as a society and then also it's interesting that with the police departments again like you're saying right i don't know Fucking. like defund the police because they're not they don't give a fuck you know that's right. too, that also that <laughs> sorry right you know and so, i'm sure there's some police officers that care but also the other thing that happens is like if if we're at 14 in may people start having this notion in their minds of like oh that's just what happens in that community people disappear and then they don't try they don't even, like, try very hard. They're just like, yep, a lot of them go missing. And you're like, right. that's not the right answer. That's not how we handle it. No, they this. deem
0: them runaways. That's a lot of, like... And they of, deem like, them
1: a lot of... That's the easy yeah. way out mm-hmm. for the police department is to say, oh, well, it's probably a runaway. And, like, and nobody it, looks into it.
0: Yeah. And if you and know it's true crime, yeah. the first yeah. 24 hours are the most important. Absolutely. And so when you go to the police and you tell them this, and then they're like, oh, well, they're, they've they just run away. They'll be back Or
1: they might not be Or they won't even say They'll be back They'll just say They ran away from you Because you
0: did something wrong Or whatever it
1: is It's like well Mm -hmm. You don't even know You didn't even implore Like you didn't even Looked into who this person was Mm -hmm. Do they seem a person That would want to run away Like no Not necessarily So like why are you Assuming that Because it's easy Because it's you know Because we live in this very We live in two Americas That I think that like Again it's just important for I think especially white people To see what's going on Because so that we can start making changes. And in terms of like, well, what do we do? You know, mm-hmm. um, I think one thing, one thing that occurred to me, I'm kind of just making this up, but like the Brianna Taylor case, mm-hmm. which was not a missing persons case, but was a murder case. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not being covered in the news. That was not being covered in the media, particularly at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I know when I first read about it, it was not because it was on CNN or something. It was because mm-hmm. it was through Instagram, and it was, right. you know, different groups um, through Instagram. And I was horrified by the story. And it came at that t- at a time that where things were just horrifying and as they always are. And it's not like mm-hmm. new, you know. But um, and then I was starting to post about it and spread the word. And then I know other people were starting to post about it. I'm sure you were posting about it. We're all starting to post about it. I'd be like, wait a minute. This is like fucked up. Long before the news was picking it up, you know. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. And what happened in that case was the media saw, like you said, oh, there's a market for this story. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start now pushing right. it too. right. So it's like it it this is where it is. also it can be up to us to be informed or try to find out more about these things from our end too. Um, so mm-hmm. that we can help get the word out on on these stories. And of course, in that case, we knew she, where she was and we knew she was dead. But it doesn't make that story less important to talk about or ma- bring to the forefront or try to get the her murderers, you know, in jail for that story. You know, we need to put awareness around these things. Um, so I think that we can do something about it. And I think that um, one thing you can do is if you follow organizations like uh, the Black and Missing Foundation, Mm. Or there's also a non for profit called Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women. Uh, they spotlight these missing ca- persons cases, so you can be more informed. Especially if you do like true crime. I mean, sorry, not to make this like a uh, like an entertainment thing, <laughs> but right. I think that that's kind of partly what got people into it. Is that we're you know a lot of women are into true crime. Um, this is true true crime that's happening now. So if you if you want to follow those groups and try to just be more aware of, wh- 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 and send send out SOSs to help
0: them. That would be great. Can I ask you something? <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> why do you Why do you think people are into true crime? Because I've actually thought about this a lot because I've gone through. You know me. I like I love true crime. But what a statement! I love to listen to people talk about murders and rape and. Yeah. I mean, we love Law and Order S S U S V U. We love
1: we. You know, like. One thing I noticed, especially with the Gabby Petito case, but I think that this is true kind of across the board, is that um, fans of true crime tend to swing toward women Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And um, I honestly think and it's also like the reason why I think I got hooked into the Gabby Petito case to begin with is I think we see I don't know about you, but I've definitely had times in my life where I I even had one he wasn't exactly a boyfriend threatened to kill but person threatened to kill me so like I remember that moment when I was you know 18 or 19 where all of a sudden I started like I started putting together a list in my head of the men that I thought could kill me Because that's what men do, right? Men, women are afraid men will kill them and men are afraid women will laugh at them, right? That's that Mm -hmm. whole thing. And again, you may not have had that and I also have a lot of anxiety so I was very aware of that and like the men that were, seemed dangerous and the men that seemed, you know, Mm -hmm. like scary and so we I think and women and I know you definitely experience this which is that like you walk down the street at night and all of a sudden you're like on high alert because mm-hmm. you're like I could get murdered at any minute so mm-hmm. it's something that I think that women think about all day every day mm-hmm. just to survive mm-hmm. so when it actually and then and then people there's this weird balance too where you're like well, I don't want to offend somebody by running away from them if I think they're chasing me. You know, if they're right. not chasing me, so we're women are constantly debating that issue. Like, do we? We don't want to appear rude. We also want to protect ourselves, which is fucked up. Just protect yourself. Fuck rude and kind and all that shit. Well, Be fuck kind, politeness. But, that's what yeah. Fuck politeness. My favorite fuck politeness.
0: Murder says, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: because that's at the end of the day. Like, I think that partly we listen to these stories in preparation for when it's our turn. You know, mm-hmm. it, to me, that's yeah. what it feels like when I'm listening. Because then you're like. What can I learn from this so that it doesn't, you know, if when I when I am in this position, what next? Absolutely, and I think yeah. that that's like why it's so, and that's why these cases. I think you know, again, I'm not trying to turn them into um, entertainment, but like, <clears throat> I think that they do legitimately tap into something very true to our hearts <laughs> when we hear mm-hmm. these stories. And I feel the same. And I feel especially, I think, I feel connected to the stories where the person is a woman. Mm-hmm. Um. But but even so, like any murder story is horrifying and, and any murder story is is um compelling, especially right. when there's a mystery around it. Um, yeah. So even like the Jelani Day case, it was like, wait a minute, what is happened? Like, why were his clothes in the car? Like anybody can kind of get, you know, interested in something like that, I think, if they mm-hmm. um, and then do something good with that information, try to yeah. spread it around. And stuff. But anyway, yeah, that's why I think I think it's because we are, co- you know, And I think men really, really think that we're exaggerating when we talk about this. Mm -hmm. I've seen even on TikTok, there's been a couple like stories of men being like, you guys, it's true. Like women really are scared of us. Like I was (laughs) leaving the gym. There's this one guy I wanted to be like, duh, Mm -hmm. douche noodle. But like he was and good for him for like posting about it. But he was like, yeah, I was leaving the gym. It was late at night. And this woman was walking in front of me and I wasn't even thinking about it. And I was kind of getting close to her because I was trying to get to my car and it just so happened his car is parked next to her car. But it felt mm-hmm. like for to her, it felt like he was following her. And here's this giant dude coming from the gym late at night in an empty parking lot. Like, yeah, she was freaked out. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, he's like, if you know me, you know I'm like the nicest guy ever. I'm like, yeah, but we don't know you. Right. We don't know you. Right. We don't know. So you, you know, don't you know, you're offended or don't be offended that someone is terrified for their life. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what we this is because the shit happens. Right. And we do Pe- think about people it. People all yeah. That time. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's why people listen to true crime. Yeah. That's why women listen to true crime. hmm
0: Well, all I ask is that whenever you hear a report on the news or read about it or whatever, just think critically why that case is being covered. Especially I mean, if it's a it's a, a white woman, why is that case being covered and why why it's not another per- a yeah. person of color. You yeah. know, like this is
1: yeah. When I I have can I throw out just one example of something that popped up? This is not related to to murder and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there was this thing that popped up on the news that was going around some like women's Facebook group and the I, and you may have been seeing this headline, but there's this like headline going around that like uh, men what is the whole thing? Oh, men are going to college at a lower rate than ever right mm. now I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so this guy goes on CNN and he's like freaking out <laughs> he's like you know this for mm. the first time like men are like not enrolling in schools at a very high level it was like something like 60% of people in, in college right now are uh, women and like 40% are men and the and the CNN anchor had the fucking <laughs> nerve to say that's the highest gender gap in the history <laughs> of American uh, higher education, and I was like, "I'm sorry, what about the whole? Like, it is a very <sighs> recent occurrence that we even got to 50 50, because women weren't even like allowed to go to college for no, we were time. Yeah. So right. that's the kind of shit where like that's the stuff I think that we have to be really careful when we're watching like the news and stuff. It, this is and, and it's like, well, why would they have and then this guy's on. They have this guy, this professor of NYU talking about how it's so dangerous for America if men don't go to college at a higher rate because women only want to mate with uh, educated men. And I'm like, who are you talking about? First of all, you're clearly talking about white people i mean some sort of right. white demographic or something right because everything is skewed and, and that's and i'm not even saying only white women want to marry uh educated higher educated men but whatever that like information you've are talking about is like outdated
0: and like not it's right. very my joke they used to make that joke of like what are you studying in college husband <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. in the fucking 50s or 60s. And it doesn't take
1: into account that a lot of women don't want to get married anymore. It's like right. this ties back to what you were saying with your quote. It's like women wanting what they really want in a real way is radical. You right, know? Right. And trying to have what they want is radical. And anything that and and the guy even said something about like the 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 like natural order of things. And it was like, "No, no, no, this isn't the natural order of things for more for more men to be educated than women." It's not a, right. you know. Also, like, what if these guys are going to a tech school or whatever like a, one of those things that's really useful what if they don't go to school at all but they become house husbands that would be fucking great. wonderful i would right. be happy to marry a man who was a house husband i don't give a fuck if he went to college or not that i i'm i don't care if anybody went to college honestly i think it's right. all kind of bullshit <laughs> all of it is bullshit but like i the idea that like cnn you know who is supposed mm-hmm. to be sort of this respected liberal, whatever the fuck. I'm not a fan of CNN, but um, that they are they are pushing this story because it's kind of sensational. It, it definitely is like fear mongering. The fear-mongering, way that they were putting yeah. it up, they were like, everything is going to fall apart if we don't keep white men in college. I'm like, who gives a fuck about that? nobody mm. gives a fuck about these white men in college and then also this this coddling like the brian uh laundry stuff like the, oh these poor boys like if they don't have mates like they're gonna get very dangerous it's like well why don't we work on that why don't on, why is that why is that not something yeah exactly mm-hmm. so anyway i bring that up because it was like it's been around the news a lot it's been been this thing and people aren't really talking about it because it hasn't quite picked up i didn't the way that they well, wanted to, but the yeah. point is that like when you listen to the news, everything is biased. Everything is biased. Everything is biased. yes. especially nowadays. It didn't especially used to be quite biased. so much. <laughs> right. It's very racially biased. It's very gender biased. It's very um, f- f- economically biased. I mean, they there is an agenda, and I don't mean to sound like a like a conspiracy theorist, but there is the agenda behind these me- these big. 24 hour news sources is money. That's their agenda. They want to make money. And that's it, unfortunately. So find news sources that are more reliable. If you're interested in something specific, again, like missing, you know, black children and missing indigenous women, like follow organizations that are working on those things specifically because they will have real facts for you. (laughs) Like they will actually be able to.
0: I personally enjoy PBS NewsHour.
1: PBS NewsHour is wonderful. I it's love it. The I love
0: their tones of voices. It's like a nice <laughs> little they, ASMR sometimes. Yes. And they really <laughs> do try.
1: They really do try to be fair and And, and get both sides. As what, and then, yeah. yeah as, as Fox News would say, fair and balanced news right now. um, But <laughs> oh, that was another thing, by the way, just to throw in. The the number one a uh, news source that is re- continuing to push the Gabby Petito case after now, after all this time is Fox. Whenever of I see a whenever I see an article I mean they are like the quintessential Look
0: news at their news anchors. For. They yeah. are all Gabby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But not to shame Gabby. You know, I really want to make sure that we're And for not her family. To, like like we're absolutely. so so She's sad still, for them. She didn't yeah. have anything to do with this. She just was in the wrong place at the you know, with the wrong man. Right. Um well like a lot of people can be in it and and domestic abuse comes at you know it's not it's not unfathomable because domestic abuse comes in all levels of economic all economic levels and it comes in all races and it comes in all and we have to also get past the idea that it's rare that that a domestic abuse happens in a upper class white family right it happens i think i think they even said it
0: happens at the same rates
1: across the board Mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm so. Well, I'll put all uh, those organizations in the description below. So please check them out on your own time, and just remain remain a critical thinker uh, out in the world. Yes, <laughs> don't believe, anything. Yeah, don't please don't believe yeah, anything. Don't believe anything. <laughs> don't believe anything. Especially us. No, just kidding. Yeah, don't even believe us. <laughs> um, well, this was great. I appreciate this conversation, and please write us if you have any questions or. Any comments about what we discussed today? You can email us at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. We have a new website and people yes. have been signing up for our email list, which That's is so great. cool. Please sign
1: up for our email list. Yes. And we're going to, we're having some merch coming and some fun things too. And, um,
0: yeah, we're going to do a little like group happy hour. Like, yes. you know, let's, let's sit around and have some cocktails on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> like we've talk, been doing for two years. Talk stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, And check out Glennon Doyle, my my girl. Yes. Love it. (laughs) Support your local library. Thank you all so much for listening. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.